Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, in the last of our run January shows, we've saved two sports show favourites until the very end. I'm Mick Bradley. Tonight's co-host is Mr. Athletics himself. And we are live on FM, DAB and online around the world. And now, we've even joined the youngsters. We're on Instagram. This is Radio New at Sport. And one month into using Instagram, I've still got no idea how it works. RHP under-16s moved into the last eight of the Knotts Youth League Cup with a 3-2 victory over Division 1 side West Bridgeford. The winner coming 10 seconds before the final whistle, courtesy of a 20-yard Ryan Atwood screamer. Josh Burkett had a busy Saturday. First, he helped his Boston United side to a 1-0 win in against Sutton Coalfield in the National Cup round of 16. Followed by a fast car. That's grandad for you. A fast car. Back to the sports village to make his adult football debut for Newark Town. The athletic star of the weekend was once again Chloe Hubbard with a superb second place sandwiched between two England internationals at the Midland Cross Country Championships. More from the Twins and Gareth on this story in a few minutes. And finally, Cranage had a great, if wet, Sunday, competing in round five of the Nottingham BMX Challenge, finishing second overall on the day, while his great friend Harry Wainwright finished sixth in his first outing of the season on a new track for him. That was the karting track at, at Wilton. And a good Sunday for the rugby club's youngsters. The under-16s beating Oakham 22 points to 20. The under-15s coming back from market raising with a 47-5 NLD Cup win. And the under-14s overwhelming Matlock 48 points to 7. And finally, the best-placed Newark rider in round 13 of the Not Cyclocross League was 12-year-old Charlotte Lisserman, who finished 17th overall and first female rider to come home. No Tony Smith tonight. He's gone off footballing, so um, Gareth's here to... Um, so Tony can listen to how it should be done. Um, Tony's gone with FlowServe to Heaver St John's at, at Colville and um, th- we got the news this afternoon that there's going to be a change of goalkeeper for the first time this season for, for FlowServe Joe Thurston's not between the sticks apparently um, Joe is suffering from a lack of confidence and has asked to um, take a bit of time out from football now that's brave of him um, that's Gareth about that in a minute Alfie Smith-Eccles from Loughborough Dynamo is going to make his debut for the works tonight while Joe takes a little bit of time out. Gareth, in any sport, any sportsman, a lot of it 
is down to confidence. So how brave is it, like Joe, to say, I'm shot at the moment? Well, I would say very brave. Uh, as you've been discussing over the last few weeks uh, regarding the change, the difference in changing rooms from the good old days, I don't think anybody would have done that in the past. Uh, that's a very you know, brave move to say, you know, I've uh, I've lost my confidence, which I don't think he's been letting many in, has he? He hasn't. He he, he didn't have <coughs> he didn't have um, his best day on 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 Sat Saturday, bless him. But um, I, I do feel for him um, if if he is suffering from a lack of confidence, and and and, and he is. Yeah. Um, a bit of time out probably won't do him any harm at all. No, not at all. Eddie Jones has warned his England players of the curse of World Cup finalists as they prepare for the Six Nations opener in, against um, France in Paris. England, of course, um, fell at the final hurdle when they got beat by um, South Africa and Jones got completely outthought by the South African coach. Um, apparently, it's really important to understand what happened in the World Cup finals. Um, he's seen many teams decline after that sort of thing. He, he's picked some new faces... And again, I don't think that can do any harm to freshen it up. No, uh, I haven't seen what uh, what the changes are. Um, I suppose you could say he's uh, rebuilding, started to look for the future for the next uh, World Cup. Um, would have interested to know what Rob would have thought about it, but uh, he would have been on a fence, somewhere. you know. Um, and Saracens seem to be in meltdown, don't they? Yeah, I just read today that uh, the uh, the CEO that led them until 2015 has just came back as an interim CEO, but he's only been there through months, I guess. And just, he's just, uh, just long enough to read the books. <laughs> he's decided that uh, he doesn't want to face the the press, etc. I think by he's decided to step back again. One more from the wonderful world of sport. Roger Federer has defied age and logic once again. He saved seven match points to get to the semi-final of, of, of the Australian Open. Um, he's a 20-time Grand Slam champion. He had to have a medical timeout in the third set for a groin problem. What's his motivation still? Just when you get that, you want to keep winning, I suppose. And sometimes you win because the opposition uh, think that they can't beat you. And uh, it's again, it's all mind games, isn't it? Is he... I mean, I know you're an athletics man, but is he up there... You know, somebody said, you tell me who the greatest ever sportsman has been, full stop. Would Federer be in, in that conversation? Well, yeah, I mean, you have to... You have to be athletical. I mean, they're out there on the court for sometimes up to four hours, aren't they? That's just uh, they've pretty much got to be the fittest sports. They've got to be very fit, and it's stop-start. It's not a continuous effort, is it? It's lots of stopping and going, etc. So a lot of stresses on the body. But he's he's done everything. He, he can't do anything for the first time anymore. Everything's in the bag. Why put yourself through it? No, you try and make it so that so nobody else can ever do what you've done. Yeah, I, I just and, and again, he's he's never in the newspapers for the wrong reasons, is he? 
No, no. Knows how to conduct himself. He just gets on with his life and does it. Um, the cricket fixtures have been announced um, this evening. Um, I know it's the end of January, but it all starts um, locally on the 25th of April in Division K when Ransom Mars 2 play West Bridgeford. And it's the 2nd of May when it really kicks off. Everybody's playing. Collingham go to Calverton. Bolton go to Gedlin. Newark R&M take on Flintham. Farndon at West Bridgeford and Bolton 2s um, are at home to Orsworth. Some of the highlights, the early season highlights, shall we say. The 9th of May, it's Farndon against Newark R&M, local derby. The 23rd of May, R&M take on Southall. I mean, Newark against Southall, Gareth, at cricket, in our day used to be one of the matches of the season. Now it's taking place in Division D. Yeah, <laughs> by the mighty falls. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, the 6th of June, it's Fondon Southwell. The 13th of June is the one that we're all looking at. It's um, the first of the big ones. Collingham, Bolton go head-to-head at Dalefield on the 13th of June. And um, the Bolton-Collingham match, I'm told, although I didn't get time to check it, is the last match of the season sometime in deep September. Um, roll on cricket season. Nice balmy <laughs> nights at Dalefield or the Bolton playing field. I can cope with that one when it's freezing out there tonight. <laughs> Absolutely freezing. Anyway, it's very hard to believe that tonight's sports show guests are still only youngsters. And five years that we've been doing this show, these two have featured regular very regular so it's welcome back to um, sport hq to amelia crispin and to joseph monk good evening both of you hi hi that's all i'm gonna get is it just a hi <laughs> come on you're better than that put put that microphone there um you haven't gone to sleep in the corner have you no no you're awake as well that's right excellent um what i want to do tonight is talk um what happened to you both in 2019 what you're looking forward to in in 2020 and where your careers are going shall we say but uh, i want to start off with something that's much more important than that how old are you now amelia 14 14 so how's school going good good you still at works up aren't you? yeah yeah so tell us a bit about uh, what because you're getting to the stage now where you've got to start thinking of what you're going to take in the next couple of years yeah so what are you going for then um art um food nutrition pe geography i'm not shocked that pe's in there somewhere <laughs> so <laughs> joseph you're you're at tutel no. no where are you kings you're at kings just come a bit closer to that me old that that that's it so you're at kings and you're a bit younger than amelia yeah how old are you 12 you're 12 now so you're in the second year at the yeah King, kings now aren't yeah. you because i remember when you first you first went went there um how how have you settled at, at kings and what's it like sports wise yeah it's pretty good most but the the main sport there is rugby and football so they st- they do still do running but main sport is rugby do they accept that rugby uh, that running is 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 your thing then and and help you along or yeah, yeah, there's still people who, who are there to progress the, my career at Kings. And do you play any rugby? No, no I don't. No, <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Okay, Amelia, let's have a quick look back, if we can, at, um, at 2019. Because 2019 ended, for you, 
fairly quietly. Yeah. Tell me about the rest of the year. Like what I've done? Yeah. Um, I did English schools cross country and I came 18th. I did the English schools athletics and I came 10th. I did the national 1500 and came 5th. And I did um, the national triathlon but I couldn't finish that because I was ill. But yeah, it was good. That was a disappointment for you then? Yeah. Um, but that's life, isn't it? You have to sort of live with that, don't you? The rest of those results, though, you'll be, I would suggest, more than happy with. Yeah, they're really good. And at one, are you still with Yorkshire Triathlon? Yeah, so... Tell, um, tell me a bit about that. Well, last year I won the series, and then um, I got into the academy again for this year, so in February I get to go to Mallorca. Which is you good. did that last year, didn't you, as, as yeah. well? So how did you enjoy your holiday? It was really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a holiday then. <laughs> it was. Joseph, you had a year of um, recovering from, from illness, recovering from injury. Do you think you're getting back to somewhere where you want to be when it comes to running? Because you, you, cross-country season, you, do, you really do like. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm coming back from injury. It's still still not where I would have been if I didn't get injured, but... I feel like it's it's coming back finally after so a little while. Your highlights of 2019 really got better as 2019 went on, didn't it? From a very, for you, slow start, you ended the year a little bit more like the Josie Punk we all know and love. Yeah, I think December was probably the best month, so right at the end, because I was going through um, injury and stuff like that. Gareth? Let's just hear the boss's opinion on, on these on these two, and um, then we'll come back and talk about 2020. Uh, let's stick with, with Joseph. It's absolutely lovely to see that the easiest, thing for, the easiest thing for Joseph would have been to walk away from athletics. Very much so. I watched Joseph at workshop in December from the sidelines. I was there watching the granddaughter and was somewhat shocked when he when he decided to hit the front um but he obviously knew how he was feeling i thought oh uh, you're making life hard for yourself but he came away uh, beating a couple of guys there that he hadn't beaten before so i know he's back on the uh, on the way back and it's great credit i think yeah yeah to him that he's stuck at he's it. stuck with it yeah yeah he's only young you know uh but being only young makes it easier, I think, to... Oh, I can't be doing with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to know how to lose before you enjoy the wins. And Amelia, it, it, OK, she's got a little niggling injury now, but she had an, an injury three, particularly 2019. But towards the end of 2019, she took a decision to... He's back an awful lot. And how important is that? Well, you say he's back, but it Amelia well, does a lot of triathletes. Yeah. So uh, uh, I think it's fair to say that uh, athletics is the second love rather than, you know, triathlon being the first. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm confused. Amelia, I thought athletics and triathlon was the same thing. No. <laughs> better. You're running. That's <laughs> no, athletics. No. Yeah, but that's only like one bit. 
So right. So so, so triathlon is not athletics. Oh, definitely. Well, you have to have an athletical part of it, but it's much more involved than just being an athlete. Joseph, is triathlon athletics? No. Okay, I'm on my own. Right. Fair enough. I've been dumped. I don't mind. I don't mind. You can be my help tomorrow night when I need some help. Right. Okay. So triathlon is the first love, but. She's still part of Newark AC. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. How can Newark AC support her in the triathlon, then? Well, with the with the, the running aspect of it, the training, um, we've got a decent group of all ages there now, so uh, I don't see her have, having any problems with that, finding somebody of her ability to run with uh, when, when she wants to do the, the running aspect of it. But then you've got to fit in the however many swimming sessions and the bike as well. So, you know, life's busy, so you you, you can't afford to be turning up every weekend because that's valuable training time for the triathlon that's gone by the by. We used to call the pocket rocket. Unfortunately, <laughs> she's now taller than I am. So <laughs> that's well out the window, I'm afraid. You've got to find yourself a new pocket rocket. Well, I don't think Becky's going to grow any taller. <laughs> no, well, I bet she's the pocket rocket. Right, we are going to nip off and talk athletics now because we're going to try and find um, Tilly and Lauren, who's freezing, I would have thought, at the sports village to give us all the Newark AC news. Okay, we've still got Graham to come with the Newark Striders report, but now it's a quick trip down to the Sports Village, and we've got Tilly and Lauren tonight. We've got the dream team out in its entirety. It's cold, and it's windy, and it's not very nice, but they're still going to tell us how Newark AC got on at the weekend. Ladies, all yours. Thank you. So, first of all, we had the mini-league on Sunday, and that is at the Sports Hall. And I'm not sure who did it, but well done to all the competitors. So, the age ranges under 11 to under 15. So, a big well done to all of them. We also had Zoe, who was at the Sports Hall, who is one of our under 15 girls. And she broke the um, four-lap record um, that was, that's been held since 1988. So, an amazing well done to her. And then we also had the Midland we also had the Midland Counties Cross Country Championships at Presswood Hall, Hall on Saturday in Loughborough. And the under thirteen girls saw Jasmine Braithwaite have a good run in and came hundred and fourteenth. And she also had a great um, the race was hundred and fourteen girls and she came ninety fourth. In the under seventeens, Catherine Booth came fifty four out of seventy six runners. Laura Bates in the under twenty race came twenty came 12th out, came 11th out of 21 runners. Chloe Hubbard in the senior women race had a fantastic race and she finished second in between two Great Britain runners. So big, big well done to her. Becky Gallup came 19th in a, in, again in the senior women's race and she did really well considering she just had a baby last year. And in the men's race, they had eight runners and the first one was Tom Hubbard, 85th, then Simon Roberts, 128th, Tim Bagley, 143rd, Oliver Crampton, 183rd, Adrian Dix, 212th, Carl Braithwaite, 213th, Gareth Owens, 286th, and Lee Braithwaite, 315th. So a big well done, and also well done to Linton Taylor, who is an old Newark AC runner, who now runs for Leeds AC, as he went to uni there, and he came third place in the Northern Cross Country Championships. So a big well done to him as well. 
Good day all round then. And if you two had been there, you'd have got a medal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was oh. much. It was much warmer revising, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, much right. yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and actually much more important as well. Girls, thank you so much. I'll get out there and get and get yourselves warm. We're not here next week, so you've got a weekend, you've got a week off. Okay, thank All you. Right. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Gareth, Chloe Hubbard, just yeah. how good was that performance to come sandwiched between two England internationals? It was, it was brilliant. And she didn't look out of place running with them. In fact, she took the lead at one stage. Uh, the girl that finished third, Juliet Potter, uh, won the Knots Cross Country Champs by a considerable distance. I, I can't remember. It was it, it was well over a minute, it might be closer to two, I think. And uh, Gemma Steele is a seasoned international, was on funding at one time. Um, so, uh, excellent result. I told her I wasn't going to give any predictions for uh, the national, but she was 32nd last year and she finished sixth in the Midlands. So we'll see what happens when we get uh, when we get to Woolton Park. Is I mean it's not just cross country running with with Chloe though. Is I mean one day we might get to ask her these questions, but it's not for the want of trying. Yeah, um, we've got some very shy ladies at you the have, OKC. You? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm. It's not just cross-country, though, is it? So how good is she? How good can she be? She's certainly top 50 in the country over a, a range of distances. Um, and I would expect her to get into the top 25 before before she's 30 years old. The record she broke, the twins were telling us what was from was still since nineteen eighty eight. No, no, that was that was in the no, that no. was in the that was in the sports hall. Right, that was one of your one to one that of was your Zoe, then. that was right. one of your so famous I was, I was five busy pressing buttons and everything. Yeah, tell me a bit about that. I understand it was in the in the four lap race, according to Mum, uh, and she's broken a record that's stood since nineteen eighty eight. Well, Zoe Smith has, has, has got to produce this year because if not, you're going to have egg <laughs> on your face. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's as simple as that because absolutely. you you chose Zoe Smith yeah. in front of Amelia Crispin and yeah. Joseph Monk. Yeah, you chose. I know. Well, Zoe Smith. Well, when we, so, well, at the back. I'm end. just saying that to you two, by the way. That, that's why you're not part of the famous five because he chose Zoe Smith. Well. In just, just, just put on mention it to you both. In December, she was ranked, <laughs> she was ranked 189th in the hurdles, and after a run in January, she's now ranked 55th. Right. So that's the way she's moving forward. I'm sure, there's not going to be an absolute and, problem, and it's lovely to see another. Yeah. It's lovely to see a new name as well. Yeah, and what the twins didn't tell you was that Big Sis ran a 5k indoors. Uh, I think it was probably on Friday night. Uh, smashed her PB and ran 18 minutes 38 How can seconds. Get what the big sister did. And, yeah, that's shocking, isn't it? It's shocking. I'm Mick Bradley. He's Gareth Bagley. You are listening to Radio Network Sport live on FM DAB with our friends at Smith Timber, being supporting us for five years now. And uh, as I keep saying, new for 2020. However, it works. I don't know. We are on Instagram, so don't and but don't forget if you missed any of our shows. 
they're on the podcast section. I don't know how that works either, but you can go onto the Radio Newt website, look for podcasts, find sport, and you'll find these two chatting away because that's what they're going to do if Amelia ever puts that telephone down for more than two minutes. Um, Amelia, um, uh, um, Chloe Hubbard, cross-country, cross-country love, hate cross-country, you, you tend to like it, but... That's good. Are you really wanting spring to come to get back into triathlon? Yeah, triathlon's better, but cross-country's still good. Cross-country's still okay, um, but you're not doing, you've already told us before the show, you're not doing these schools this weekend because you you are actually carrying a bit of an injury. Yeah, so I can't do it, but I'd rather be better for triathlon season. What's uh, what's the injury? Got a bad hip. A bad hip, and is that just rest that's going to put that right then? Yeah. Long term, short term? Short term. I short term, she looks at dad. <laughs> so, <laughs> hopefully not, uh, ho- hopefully not, not too long. Joseph, you've been there injury-wise, and let's just hope 2020 for you is injury-free. What um, What's coming up for you in the next few weeks, and what are you looking forward to in 2020? Well, we've got the Anglian, Anglian on Saturday, yeah. I think. Because even though you, you live in Newark, you're born in Newark, you're a Nottinghamshire lad, you go to school in Lincoln, so you actually run in the Anglian championships yes. that's seems a bit wrong to me but what's well, schools yeah okay i know you would justify it right okay right go on that's at, um, at boston you're telling us yeah um prediction have no clue i have no clue because yeah. you don't in some ways you do know what you're up against because you're seeing the same lads every, every year aren't aren't you yeah it yeah it'll be all i know is be quite hard because we're low lower age group but ah this, this goes in this two year cycle yeah doesn't we're it? year eights and we're going against year nines and year okay. eights are you are you in the top of the cycle Amelia or the bottom of it uh the bottom so you're the same as well aren't you so yeah. this is anything you get this year is bonus because next year you're both going to be the absolute stars of the age group yeah don't know. Don't know. <laughs> dear, dear. <laughs> Too modest by half. Right, carry on. What else you got? Uh, we've got the last mini league uh, to finish. How are we doing in the mini league? Tell me. So if you've got the last one, then is it how many races is it? Four? Five. Five. So you, you've done four. So yes. test of memory then. How have you got on so far? First one I came second. Second one I came third. Third one I came third. Fourth one I came first. And then got the fifth one. Because it's the mini-league that's really announced that you're back into it. Yes. Really. It, and it's the mini-league that sort of announced Joseph Monk in the first place, but it is announced that, that you're back. That first-place finish, you must be so chuffed for that. Yeah, it's probably one of my favourite races, to come back from, from being injured and then to come back and be able to do that was amazing to be able to do but it. But now you've got that first, you've got to go and do it again. <laughs> what um when winter comes and goes and cross country has gone what uh what are you, what are you going to set your stall out for well do 1500 because it's the longest but i haven't i didn't do it really do much last year because i was a bit injured last year so i'm quite excited to go back and do it after a little while 
how does it help now that you've actually got a state-of-the-art running track here in Newark yeah, um, that, to do it, I mean, that must make life so much easier for you. Yeah, when we were at the Grove, it, it wasn't, you couldn't really train properly because it was just grass track. So when, once you've got proper track, it's a lot better and easier for when it comes to track season. How much better athletes, or let's, let's stick with Joseph, how much better af- athlete will it make Joseph, Gareth, the fact that he has now got a running track to run on and not round a field. Going to be controversial here. I don't think that's what the, I pay you for. I don't think for the likes of Joseph, Amelia, for their distances, it makes a great deal. In sure fact, it's got, it, it's got to in, make a in difference. Fact, in fact, if they go on it too often, it could have a detrimental effect because it's quite a hard. Uh, track it's a sprinter's track so you don't want to be training on it too often uh better to get off on the round uh, the fields and You've the roads back on the grove joseph <laughs> you know no it's uh, it, it can be very uh trying on the legs uh it, it's uh, it's not a it, it's not a comfort but in terms okay. of right, in terms of joseph me in terms of Joseph, he's a far better 1,500-metre runner than he really thinks he is. He's a better he's a better track athlete than a cross-country athlete. Right. So, there you go, then. So, that strikes me as a, a bit of a challenge has been sort of uh, put out there, hasn't it? Because the, the boss says that uh, you're better on the track. Mm. <laughs> Which brings us to um, the return of the New York Athletic Club Club Championships. So, um, I need to pencil your name in then for, for the 1500s door on that. Yep, guess I'm doing it now. <laughs> it sounds like you are doing it. There's no getting out of this one, is there? Um, Amelia, um, 2020, once your hip problem's sorted, what is it going to bring you? Hopefully. Don't look at Dad. Um, just to do, like... The same race as I did last year on the tracks to try qualify for English schools and just get a, just improve my time on the fifteen hundred, and uh, do the super series and triathlon. Which right, is tell them so. right super series. Come on, I don't know, so you're gonna have to explain it now to everybody else. Um, basically, in April you have to try. You do a qualifier to quali- just to qualify for the series because it's like a national. Is this series. triathlon? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you qualify for. You have to do a trial to qualify for the series, and then when you get in it, you like ranked, and depending on when you rank, depending on like how many people can enter each race, you can enter the races depending on where you ranked, and then each like the races are like a whole series, and and yeah, it's like a series, and then some of the races can like help you qualify for stuff like England stuff and. Yeah. Okay, so we're we're looking forward to uh, we're looking forward to that. Just Nick, uh, Neil, just uh, Dad's in the studio as well. I thought he wasn't going to say anything, but he is going to say anything. Just come a little bit closer to that mic. Um, it's be blase to say same old, same old, wouldn't it? But it, it, it's uh, you're into a routine now. And, and the thing I want to mention to you is it's like anything else is family based, and if you hadn't got the time 
the financial ability, Amelia could not go around Yorkshire and the north of England and wherever she goes to every single weekend almost, so that's how it seems. Uh, and that's the thing that's I've always annoyed me slightly about British youngsters in sport because, you know, you, with the best will in the world, you could be the best triathlete in the country, but if your parents can't support it, you ain't, you don't stand a chance. She's very lucky, very, very lucky that you can and do support. Back to the original question then, um, it's just part of the family routine now, isn't it? And there's a, a youngster coming through that's, uh, <laughs> I'm told, going to be better. <laughs> Her sister. <laughs> Her sister does enjoy it, but she's only eight. But next year, it's not just Yorkshire, it's a different series altogether. It's, we're having to go to Wales twice, Scotland once, south of England, um, up near Newcastle. They're all, it's, they're all national races, because it's the, it's a step up. They've gone from, she's gone from regional racing now, because they're slightly older. It's, everyone in every region will be racing. And again, that is, you don't just go to Newcastle and back in a day, do you? No, no, of course. We're going to have to, uh, well, Newcastle we do, yeah. We can't go to Scotland or Wales in a day. We're going to go down there as a family the day before, race the day and come back. Yes, we know you go to Wales and back in the day, yeah. <laughs> um, the early starts. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a hip problem at the moment, and every time I mention it, she looks at you. So, obviously, she's looking to you for for support. Um, is it serious, or is it no, just No, it looks like a hip flexor strain, and this is... It's not hurting at the moment, it's just better not to push it. Take a couple of weeks off. There's no rush, she's only young... She's going to miss the schools council and county swimming this weekend, but there's another year, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly... The, I mean, that's Gareth's philosophy on all, on all this. Is you know, it's like any sports person. If, if you go out and do your sport when you've got an eagle, you can guarantee it's going to come back and kick you, and then you're going to be sitting out an awful lot longer afterwards. Um, Joseph's mum's joined us as well, so... Um, um, Debbie, um, slightly different um, set of questions. Um, we were saying at the start of the show that it would have been so simple for Joseph to say, oh, forget it. Forget it. I'm walking away. I'm not interested anymore. You've got to be so proud. Of, we're so proud of him, so you must be yeah. so proud of him for actually... He's even telling you I was talking to a mic now. Um, <laughs> must be so proud of him for... What seems like eighteen months and battling, battling through all the problems. Yeah, I mean, many times we said, "Do you want to stop?" And he always, "No, no, I want to keep going," because we we were getting disheartened. So I can only imagine how he felt seeing other people getting PBs and you know progressing and him not. And because it wasn't an injury that when you when you're injured, like Neil's just said, you do you're sensible, you take the time off. But because it was an illness that we didn't really understand and didn't know how much we could push it or did, not push did it. You ever get, did you ever get to the bottom of the problem? Yeah, it was a thyroid issue. And it, they, they basically said, you're not going to have much energy, which <laughs> for a runner is not, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not, not what great, you want is it? <laughs> so it was like, you go and compete, but 
one day it might be all right but next day it might not it's it's what do you do but he didn't want to lose his fitness completely so we tried to do bits didn't we so just to keep him fit i guess but knowing that he couldn't compete at the level he wanted to so then that was messing with his head in terms of people beating him who normally wouldn't um so yeah it was hard but he not once wanted to stop and i think that for a well 11 year old as he was at the time that's pretty good just stay where you are mean um, gareth that how important and what help can the athletic club give to somebody who went through what joseph has gone through in in, in 18 months and not just the athletic club out what can any club do for particularly a youngster because you, you feel so much more for the youngsters that's uh, one stage got everything going for them and then that they don't understand why all of a sudden they can't do it anymore it's quite a difficult one that mick um i think it's just uh you have to keep encouraging them um try and get over that you know you don't become a bad runner overnight there's a there's a problem there somewhere and we've got to get to the bottom of what the problem is which unfortunately you did but uh it's a it's a very tough one um and i suppose it's really tougher on mum and dad uh you know because they see what it's doing on a daily basis we you know joseph if he's not feeling good he's not going to come to the athletic club so we're not going to see what the knock on if you know um effect is yeah i'm i'm with you on on that one this you're not injured very or touch wood you haven't had many injuries have you no so at the moment you can't run how annoying is it very (laughs) (laughs) and how long has it been going on for um for like well it kind of started like near christmas but it wasn't that bad so she did the boxing day didn't yeah like it was fine then and stuff but i don't know And when it's a niggle like that, there's not a lot anybody can do, is there? No, and the the uh, you, you try and come back quicker than you really should. I always say, uh, if you feel you're okay, give it another two or three days before you start again. Because I've seen so many people think, oh, I'll just go and have a little run to see if it's all right. <laughs> it's, it's like the old, <laughs> you know, it's like the old footballer's hamstring, isn't it? I'm fit, right? I'll see in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, and, yeah. and then then you might just be fit. Um, let's talk mini league. There's one more to go, and I know New York KC love the mini league. Um, some years are better than others, but you're getting the numbers out there. You're competing. It's been a bad le- year this year for the mini league. Numbers not not great. Now, why why is that? When you've I'd, got this state of the art, no. wonderful. This is why Emma won't come in because she thinks you're going to take you're going to tire up with questions like this. Um, we've actually got 158 members and uh, 40 of them are over the age of 20 so that starts to bring the numbers down down a bit as to who can run and, and who will run uh, not everybody loves uh, cross country and uh, unfortunately uh, kids come to the club or any club these days with preconceived ideas of what they are rather than coming and 
seeing what they can do. So you get lots of kids want to be Usain Bolt rather than Mo Farah. Um, so, yeah, we're not having a brilliant season. We've got one or two decent individuals, but team-wise, I think we're the strongest in the league. <laughs> we're holding everybody else up. Um, Debbie, you, you are... Well, I'm Sorry, sure I know. Yeah, he's dropped me well and true. And you're, you're sort of mini league coordinated. Yeah. Are you? I mean, it's he's all he, he's all doom and gloom about it. <laughs> no, I mean, even the I think this is the third year that we've sort of managed the cross country, and I'd say the turnout this year has been the lowest over those three years. And, and like Gareth said, we've got more members now than we had a couple of years ago, but they just don't want to come and join in with the cross country and i think some of them are frightened about coming last they don't want to be the last person to cross the line or i can't do it or and like gara said they go i think they join a club because they're fastest at sports day like you've just said and don't really try anything else yeah it don't work like that does it when they get out there and actually do it they're quite well, the smiles on the face of them when they've actually done it and then you know we've got a few new people just joined who are so you know, so so when is the last of the cross countries? Um, 16th of February, at Rushcliffe. Uh, Rush, ah, I like Rushcliffe. Because I, <laughs> I can go and look at the trains. <laughs> Radio OK, let's um, find out what the Striders have been up to, shall we? And that, of course, means that uh, Graham's waiting to talk to us. Graham, good evening. Um, indeed, uh, good evening. Fire away, it's all yours. Right, we're going to start in the East Riding of Yorkshire, uh, up at... Uh, Ferriby, where the uh, Ferriby 10 was taking place. That's a, a race uh, with a lot of history, uh, uh, just to the west of Hull there. I can remember when I wasn't much older than uh, Amelia and uh, Joseph, a friend of mine, a uh, promising young runner, saying, oh, I'm off to do the Ferriby 10. So I actually, that's best part of 40 years ago, and I thought, I'll look up when the race started. So 1953, so there's a race that's been going well over uh, 60 years. And uh, best friends, uh, Stacey... Atkins and Philippa Clark. I don't know if they're still best friends after Stacey forgetting that uh, Philippa was doing the London Marathon last week, but they went up together to do the Ferriby 10. Uh, Philippa covered the 10 miles in 1 hour 16 minutes and 55 seconds, and Stacey 1 hour 46 minutes and 30 seconds. So that's five of the uh, Stacey's 2020 Vision 40 uh, events in the year uh, in the bag so far. Prisoned and named by you, of course. Stacey's 2020 vision. Yes, exactly. Um, and, uh, that was a, to Hull and back is what we've christened that one, so um, that. we'll see what, what, um, what they get up to next time. Exactly. So it wasn't the only 10-mile uh, race taking place. Uh, down on the edge of the Norfolk Broads, near Great Yarmouth, Steve Martin, he was in the Preethorpe 10-mile race down there, and he uh, covered that in uh, an hour and uh, 18 minutes. So, yeah, it's not quite as flat a race as you might suspect uh, with it being down in Norfolk and near the Broads, you'd think it'd be flat, which is actually quite a hilly, hilly route, so good, good event for Steve there. Nice to see him in early action this year. Uh, and not a race as such, but the Clumber Trust 10K event uh, up at Clumber Park, as you might expect. And that's put on by the, by the National Trust there, three social runs. And uh, Lewis Hopkins, I haven't heard anything much about Lewis for a little while. He's one that's had a, an injury, but he uh, seems to be back in form. I noticed... Uh, uh, well, it wasn't, it wasn't a timed race. I know he got round there pretty sharp, so it's great to see Lewis get, get him back into form. Also, at Columbus Trust 10, 10K, we had uh, Jeff Riley and Chris Craig. 
park runs. I usually like to mention the park runs we've been to, and as you might expect, there's a, a few, uh, as, as well as Newark, where we uh, obviously had a good turnout. Uh, we had strides up at uh, Catterick, York, Kingsbury Water, Rutland Water. Sounds like a train route, doesn't it? Bakewell and the Whammy, as uh, Stacey told us last week. The uh, races tend not to be named after the towns or cities that they're in, but the name of the uh, the park or the location of it. And the Whammy is in Newcastle under Lyme. And uh, we had a, uh, a David Cross from New York Striders down there doing that run. So in terms of what we've got coming up, uh, the next couple of weekends, really it's about the cross-country again. It's events three and four in the East Blooms cross-country uh, series. So on Sunday, the 2nd of February, can you believe it's February already? We've got the uh, third event, and that's at Colic Woods. So that's a really good turnout of striders in the first two events, and uh, I suspect we'll have quite a few on Sunday at Colic Woods. Then the final ones the following week at uh, Long Eaton on the 9th of February. So, yeah, it's been a, a quite an eventful January, and it looks like it's going to be an eventful February to come, Mick. Well, I was looking through the Striders calendar um, to film the diary up with sort of the what's on di- diary, and it it's getting busy. It is indeed, so I'll have a work cut out and be telling you all about it. And you're going to have two weeks to do it, because uh, we're not here next week. Next Tuesday, we're having a day off. So, um a big report the following week absolutely good stuff mate thank you so much bye now thanks bye and that was graham of course with all the news from the newark striders um before i get back to our 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 guest and i've got another little guest that's just popped her head around the door into the studio because we've already mentioned we've got a bit of a battle on tomorrow night because um the the firecrackers cheerleaders or whatever they call themselves um went to manchester at the weekend and won themselves some trophies and had a very very good weekend and they wrote us a letter by and saying why do we never come on the sports show well i wrote one back saying because you're not a sport um as simple as that um if you want to stand there and wave your pom-poms up in the air and everything then that's fair enough but you're not a sport and that of course upset them because they say they are a sport and four of them are coming in tomorrow night but actually not a single one of them is a firecracker. So I found one. <laughs> Just come to the mic, um, Harriet. You are a firecracker, aren't you? And you was in Manchester, and you uh, yeah. you did win some medals. Yeah. Um, okay, then. Your brother says it's not a sport. Is cheerleading a sport? And if it is a sport, why? Well, I think it is a sport. Because, obviously, like, you get tired out when you do it. And, actually, it's not pom-poms anymore. And... Wikipedia says cheerleading is waving pom-poms. So is Wikipedia wrong, then? Yeah. Right, OK. <laughs> yeah, because you, like, throw people about and stuff. Well, that's gymnastics. Mm, not really. No? No. OK. So do you think the firecrackers are going to beat me in this argument, then, to it's, if it's a sport or not a yeah, sport? Yeah, they're going to beat you. They're going to beat me, are yeah. they? Right, OK. Well, we'll see. Just tell me a bit about Manchester, then. Um, so it was, like, um, two, a two-day, like, competition. And then the younger people are on the Saturday, and then the older people are on Sunday. Um, the one that I'm in came second... And another one that I'm in came fourth. Yeah. So a good weekend was had was had by was had by all. 
Yeah. Right, well, don't forget, Hallie, to look tomorrow night, to listen tomorrow night at 7 o'clock when um, your, your gang, the coaches, yeah. and Jane Brown are coming in here yeah. to try and justify that, despite what Wikipedia says, yeah. cheerleading is, is a sport. Um, my triathlete... And my super-duper cross-country runner who's going to become a world-class 1500 metres runner, according to the president of Newark AC, is cheerleading a sport? No. Is cheerleading a sport? Um. Oh! <laughs> he's got, he's got <laughs> mum and sister standing behind him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's on, he's on the sports, he's on the sports show. You can tell me when they're not about, Joseph. Yeah. I'll catch up with you sometime when, when, when they're not about. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, um, Amelia, just um, a final a final one from you. Get rid of this hip injury. Get back out there. You said you also played netball. Did you tell me that? Start. No. What other sports do you do? Have you got time to do any other sports? Not really. Because when I was going about netball, not not a sport, you was um, you was looking at me a bit disgusted. As oh, it's not a sport. It's not. A, you agree? It's not a sport. Yeah. Yeah. You see. <laughs> oh dear, that's all <laughs> controversial here, Gareth. Isn't it? Why isn't it a sport? Don't like it. You don't like it, so it's not a sport. You see, that's why. I that's why horse race is not a sport because I don't like it. Um, triathlon is it still as popular? Because I mean, it's been it's been the sport of the probably the last ten years, hasn't it? On the back of the Brownleys and all that, it's mm. everybody and his man and his dog seems to want to try to do a triathlon. Is it still retaining? It's popularity. Yeah, I think so. Because there's still quite a lot of people, loads of people do it. So, and it says Gareth, just drop, drop that. If if if, if, you, if somebody said to me, name the sport of the decade, it's got to be triathlon. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I, yes, uh, it seems to uh, attract a lot of people, all ages, um, and. Uh, it's it's good. Do you know what an Olympic triathlon is then? Because apparently it's a different distances to the standard triathlon that people do. I think it's shorter. It, it, it's you want me to tell you? Oh, do you? Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> All right. Go on then. It's uh, fifteen hundred meters swim, forty k on the bike, and ten k run. Well, that's just a, a breeze, isn't it? I mean. That's no problem at all, is it? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you do at, at your age? What does a fourteen year old do? Um, well, this year I'm going to be doing a four hundred meter swim, a ten k bike, and a two point six k run. Well, that's not bad for fourteen, is it? No, no. Joseph, are you going to try triathlon? I don't know. I I, I want to try it, but. But I, <laughs> I mean, if you want to try it, all, all, all Mum's got to do is go out and buy you a decent bike. I, I, I take it you're a decent swimmer. Uh, yeah. Right, so you can swim. We know you yeah. can run. So all you need is the third one, a decent bike. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't. I don't know really. Did, Pro I probably won't get around to doing it. But. Did 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 Mum go with Harriet to Manchester for the weekend? Yes. Well, she owes you a bike then, don't she, for deserting you? <laughs> yeah. Sim simple as that. Um, do you think you will get around to trying it, Mum? I 
don't know. It's like we've all said, where do you fit it in? <laughs> yeah, where, 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 um, and where do you fit it in? Look, both of you, Amelia and Joseph, you've been great friends of this show, and we're going to see you. We will see you again uh, later on in 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 the year. Um, let's just hope you are back to full fitness and take everything before you. And I'm absolutely sure it's not going to be that long before you're back running, cycling and swimming again. You see, the great thing about Amelia, Dad is wonderful at sending reports, but when Dad doesn't send a report, I don't have a problem. I live in the same street as Grandma. I don't have a problem. I soon find out what's been going off. Um, <laughs> Gareth, you've... Of all the people in New KC, and I know you've got to treat everybody equal, but you must be so proud of these two. Oh, very proud. But I'm proud of all of them. And I just want to, I just want to mention one from Saturday that you won't, you know. I just want to say well done to Catherine Booth, because apart from Chloe finishing second, I thought hers was a tremendous performance. Uh, you know, finishing fifty fourth from where she normally finishes was was an excellent result, and uh, it was it was nice to see. And I think it is nice. It's brilliant to mention the firsts over the line, the the running in England vests and all wonderful things like that. But the ones that come over the line 54th in a club, yeah, it's yeah. just as important. But it's from, it's from where she would, where we would normally have expected her to finish, right? To where she did finish was a was a very good performance. Well, that's because she's got used to this running track, even though you prefer the field. <laughs> Can't believe Gareth Bagley prefers the Grove Field to the Sports Village. Uh, well, depends on what the distances are. It's brilliant for sprinters, right? Not so good for the legs of the distance runners. Okay, flow service nil nil after ten minutes at uh, Eva St John's and Aston Villa are beating Leicester City one nil in the League Cup semi final. Um, that's it from the gang tonight with uh, mums, dads sisters and the two superstars them, them, themselves um tomorrow night i think you've probably caught on tomorrow night what um, we're going to <laughs> we're going to have a chat tomorrow night good um, luck mick um yeah about um about something called cheerleading which i still say it's, it's not a sport it's not a sport no you're quite right it's not a sport but um i, I dare say forcefully i should be told different um tomorrow yeah. night thursday night of course is the Thursday football show where we have a in-depth look at the Knots Senior League, the weekly flow serve, town talk, and all that grassroots gossip. Some of it very serious, um, talking about what happened last weekend, and some of it a little bit more light-hearted. Um, coming up next, Stuart Preston singing the blues. He's happy. The cricket fixtures are out. Bye-bye.